0: Hello everyone and welcome to the FPL show episode 1. We are here, we're ready to go. The new season is among us and as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, I've got Dom and Damo above me. If you don't know who we are, Damo and myself, uh, so who's on the top left of your screen, do have another podcast called the PD Sports Podcast, which Dom has been on Enough times as well to almost be our resident guest, but Dom is also a FPL enthusiast, the same as Damo and myself. So we are starting a new adventure here, specifically talking about FPL because I think we've sort of noticed within our community that everyone is really engaged with FPL and I think this is a really good opportunity for us to... Have some dedicated time to talk about FPL rather than trying to jam it into a generic sports podcast. So if you're excited, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or you hit uh, a big thumbs up on this video. And if this starts to get enough traction, then we might make a uh, FPL show uh, specific YouTube channel uh, to move this over to. But I'll start off with Damo. Do you want to introduce maybe your experience with FPL for the viewers?
1: Oh, everybody. Damo. If you don't listen to the PD Sports podcast, A, recommend it. Secondly, um, obviously, I am the co host over there. Um, for those that don't know my FPL experience, uh, I've been playing FPL since, what, year eight, probably. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's been a, a few top 100s in high school. We had one or two. And then as you get a bit older, you get into your mid 20s, and Premier League football means a lot more to you. You take it a lot more seriously. Um, and have one or, you know, have won some money playing in some paid leagues as well. So, um, the last two years finishing inside the top 100, I was in the top 10K for a long while last year, but a bad end, of, end game strategy cost me a top 100. I think finished like 77K, 77K, um, and was in the top 100 of Australia for a long while last year as well. Um, but yeah, never had a top 10K finish, but I've had a numerous amount of top 50, top 100K finishes. And I'm someone that takes my FPL real seriously and I sweat it uh, like I sweat bullets. So
0: yep. yeah, love so, my FPL. I think that's sort of where these conversations have come from because we just naturally talk about it a lot amongst ourselves, especially us yeah. three. So I think that's part of the reason why we're uh, looking at doing this as well. So Dom, um, do you want to give a little bit of history on your FPL uh, experience? Um,
2: we played playing at high school my friend muck around a few leagues, not really anything seriously. didn't really fully understand what was going on and, you know, what players to pick. I just picked the players I liked. Um, and then we kind of had a bit of hiatus. And then the last few years, we have got back into the fantasy world, AFL fantasy as well. And the last couple of years, uh, yeah, have been really getting around the EPL fantasy and our yeah, friendship group. And I've met actually quite a few people through fantasy that I engage with because, you know, obviously same interests. Last year, didn't have the best of years, but well, I think I a few hundred bucks back from some of my paid leagues, and yeah, and a few again this year, Damien and myself.
0: Yeah, I was in uh, there too. A bit of a
2: gamble in our blood. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, when me, me, Damien and I were in about four to together this year, paid leagues. Um, yeah, but really trying to make a run for the top 10K this year. That's the goal. But we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, nice. So I'm sort of just trying to aim for that top 100K, I think. At the moment, I normally I'm using this to keep myself accountable. Um, I normally start pretty strong, and then as things sort of ramp up, the interest sort of goes, or I just make some dumb decisions because I don't think or I rush at decisions. So I think having the opportunity to actually once a week break it all down and talk through it, I'm anticipating that hopefully that my rank will uh, come through. So I think my highest prior um, is top 200k finish um, in a season where I did take it serious or more seriously, um, which. Was positive, And last year, I just fell off the rails in, in our league as well. And then that sort of made me go, oh, whatever. And I threw it in. And I probably threw away probably almost 150,000 spots in the last sort of few weeks of the season because of some structural changes that I made that didn't pay off. Um, but regardless, that's the, the fun of fantasy. And, you know, if we can try and hunt down, you know, a couple top 100,000 finishes and maybe something, you know, in, in between that 10 and 50 range, then I think we'll be... uh flying um for this season so i think that's sort of what we'll be looking for if you want to join our league there'll be a link in this description uh for our discord community so the discord that we've got the stadium that will also be in the description and we've got a a relative league uh, for that i think we might need to make a classic and a head-to-head i'm not sure i think i think at the moment it's just a head-to-head from memory so we're going to make sure we got both so that we can get around those, which will be really good for us to see. And there'll also be a draft at some point before the season starts, probably that week after the charity shield and the week of the season starting. So that might not be in this episode, but in next episode uh, for the or for the FPL show, I'll make sure that I've got the code for the draft in there as well. So I think that's sort of where we're at um, for the introductions and all the fun shenanigans like that. I think it's time to get into the nooks and crannies of what we're here for. And obviously pre-season, lots of games. And we're lucky in Australia that we tend to get the games at good hours because they're normally in America, in Asia or in Australia because they're the, the pre-season tours. So we tend to actually watch probably a bit more pre-season football than others. Nice. I yeah. reckon before we get into some team reveals, I reckon we'll we'll sweat on that a little bit. I don't want to get straight into that. Who's someone that sort of caught the eye uh, for you guys so far that you've been tossing and turning? I'll maybe go to Damo first. Who who's got your interest at the moment? Who's playing well?
1: Um, for me, it is not team, not a certain player. For me, it's Arsenal and United in general. Um, I think there's very good value to be had in United squad at their price points. Um, I've had Rashford in a few drafts, and my team reveal may reveal if I have Rashford or not. Um, and same with Arsenal. Um, everybody will know that Jesus is now the most owned player in FPL at the minute on the website, um, but I think there's some very good value there as well, and then obviously Zenjenko played 45 minutes only a couple of days after signing. So um, I, I, for me, it's not a player. It's two teams. There's definitely players that around as well that have been interesting, but yep. for me, I think just knowing that there is some, maybe some good value to be had, especially at United and then at Arsenal, even if it's not game week one or two, it might be game week 10, 12, 14, I think there is some value to be had there.
0: Yeah, 100%. Dom, anyone that's caught the eye for you so far pre-season?
2: Yeah, I kind of took the words right and the uh, mid-range Arsenal and Man United players. Um, two I've really, really looking at having in a couple of drafts is Martinelli and Rashford. Yeah, and especially Rashford. I think my, many United players are well undervalued. I even had Bruno Fernandes in a draft. I uh, watched them because obviously they're on tour in Australia, so we can watch their games. Uh, I've been really impressed with them how they played with Ten Hag. Yeah. So I actually had uh, he's, he's two million cheaper this year. So he's only ten million. So I had him in a draft, but I don't think I'm gonna. I'm not probably not gonna roll with him.
0: Yeah, I found it hard but to yes, get the ten million, million guys in. in.
2: At the moment, yeah, we're all, uh, the Man United players kind of... And what happens with Ronaldo? If Ronaldo comes back, uh, I will rejig. Yep. But for now, yeah. Yeah, it's a big practice.
0: factor, especially for the Man United. I think we've spoken about that a lot off camera um, and what that means for those Man United attackers. If Ronaldo's not there, uh, we probably don't need to go into it too much because we did speak heaps about that. Damo and I did on our At Premier League preview. So I don't yeah. think we need to really uh, go back over that one. But... For me, I think Leon Bailey, someone we've spoken a lot about um, at the moment, yep. and the the last game there against Man United showed uh, that the hype's probably there, I think. He scored one nice one, and he was among, amongst it for the second goal as well. I know you can't take the results into account, but I take more of the performances in, and he was someone that I felt last year should have got more game time, but he wasn't a Gerrard signing Clearly, he's done something right in this offseason to get a few more minutes. And Damo, your quote at the moment of, well, there's five subs this year. He's someone who I really think benefits from there being five subs because even if he's only playing 25 minutes or 20 minutes, he's still as likely to get a goal and assist as anyone in that team. So Villa's first couple games are really good um, as well. I'm pretty sure they open up with... Is it Everton and somebody else? They have, a, Bournemouth. They
2: have the easiest run. Yeah,
0: Bournemouth, Bournemouth first away and then Everton at home then with then Palace, Palace away. So the first three, they open up really well. And I think by game week three, we'll kind of know what um, Leon Bailey's uh, role in that they, team. And then
2: they go... The it gets a bit tougher though. Arsenal, I've got they, it here.
0: He goes West Ham, Arsenal, yeah. Man City, Leicester, but...
2: So that's where you look at...
0: Even if he's a bench option uh, at that point, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? You leave him on your bench. At five mil...
2: That's why you leave him on your bench because hopefully by then he's made some money.
0: Yeah. So he's been my guy. The other, like, Man United's been, you know, obviously a real standout. And I think if Ten Hag can get him playing the way he wants, um, he's going to be absolutely fantastic. The other one for me was Darwin Nunes, Has had a bit of an interesting uh, preseason. I do want to mention him, obviously, scoring four goals against Leipzig is not easy to do, but some of them were pretty average. Uh, but the other thing is at 9 million... Um, and are taking a Liverpool spot. That's probably the the debate there. Um, there's other either options mm. up front, especially through the middle. It, it it's one of those ones. If you want to take a risk and go flying at the blocks, playing Fulham. At, I think we're playing Fulham home. Yeah, uh, Fulham, or away. Fulham away, sorry, but he's just as likely as anyone to score two or three in that I front three. Starts. Exactly. I mean, that's what I am saying. It's you play. You can either play the conservative card and go. You know, Amazing. other options. Or if you wanted to try and get a jump start on um those rankings, then you know, you could go after him, but I feel like if you go on Nunes, then you're losing a big Liverpool spot potentially. So there's
1: other big jump starts than Nunes though.
0: Yep, hundred percent. But I think so too. Putting four past a good Leipzig side, you know, is not to be uh, looked at. So look there's obviously I think
2: the three was in the eight. If he was eight, I'd probably look at him, but I think nine's too much. Then you can use that one million elsewhere. Yep.
0: With yeah, With I agree. The budget,
2: budget midfielders that are there.
0: Yeah, I'd agree that, with that.
2: In that, in that six to eight.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then you're missing out on either an unreal defender, or you're missing out on one of those eight million midfielders. Yep. So I think there's you're too many uh, issues there. So with
1: two,
2: night Yeah, you know you've got T at Trent and Salah, so that that really leaves you with one. And if you're using that on Nunes. Yeah I think you should be looking at more of a Robo or a Diaz. Yeah. And yeah. and dispersing your money. Or Allison.
0: Yeah, I don't, don't think Allison's the way to go there because I think we have got so many outfield players that are nailed on. Um but
1: Yeah, I think you got to be uh, you got to be going to Dia- Diaz or
0: or Robo. Yep,
1: yep. Yeah. I would agree. It's out of those two. And it's just up to you who you pick.
0: righty, Damo. So, for your side, you've been yes. the tinker man this off season. Yeah, I you're sending Dom and I messages almost every day about how you're changing your team. Yep. What formation have you, or do you think you're going to roll with early days?
1: My current draft was is now four four two. Fifteen minutes before filming this podcast, <laughs> it was five four one. So those are my two. I still think big at the back is alive and well. I just think there is an option in defence that is too good to ignore. That's making me play four at the back.
0: Okay, Dom. One four two. Yeah.
1: 4-4, four, four, F in two.
0: Just to I make sure you're covering those bases. Lack
2: of, lack, of str- lack of forward options this year. Yeah.
0: Nice little, and nice little transition point mid- there, Dom. And
2: mid-side, uh, the mid-range midfielder options. And like I said, I think we've got to be big at the back this year. So you've yeah. just... I did not think as big as most people, but yeah. yeah I'll you- probably tinker it again, but yeah, big at the back and the lack of forward options.
0: Yeah, you've just... Hit the nail on the head with where my team's at because for the longest time I've been four four two, and today I've actually gone five four one because I've sort of found and you guys have seen my team so far and where I've lacked money, I've put money into a certain area that I think I just can't ignore anymore, and that's sort of come from you, Damo. I think you kind of yep. convinced me uh, yesterday whilst we we're playing golf. Um, to spread some of that money around, so I think we'll we'll transition into maybe some of the locks in defence that you guys think that we need. Because I feel like I've had this chat with Dom on Friday as well. Actually, I wasn't hundred percent sold that I was going to go Trent, but then I felt it's too, that's too much of a risk because of the the returns. Obviously, he's high it's owned. A yeah. Exactly. He's high-owned, and I did say to Dom that the other option was Robbo, so it's not like I was taking Trent out for something too ridiculous, but to try and save 0.5, but I think I came to my senses a little bit. So I feel, you know, maybe unanimously we might agree on this, but I think Trent probably someone is a set forget. How do you guys yeah. feel about that?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. best, Best, you know, fantasy Premier League defender to ever be part of fantasy Premier League... Arguably the best fantasy Premier League asset of all time is Trent Alexander-Arnold. He just rakes in assists, rakes in goals, rakes in points, plays in a good defence, and no matter what he does, even though he, he's you know always up in the top five every year in terms of fantasy points, always there's a seven point five million. is easy to get into your side, so he's a lock.
0: Yeah, Dom, how do you feel about Trent?
1: Uh, oh, he should be a lock. He should be what the first name
2: on your defence, regardless of how expensive he is, how cheap he is. He needs to be in there. And I thought he was actually going to be in the eights. 7.5, 55%. All the big guns have him. All that people buying for top 10,000 have him. 55% crazy. I think it's lock. two, two locks. It should be in your back, whatever it is, three yeah, or four. Back
0: three to five, depending on and how he he you're playing. Yeah. 55% feels low, though, doesn't it?
1: Always is, because yeah. there's always people trying to It'll get higher. Like, yeah, people think it'll get higher. Guaranteed first week it'll be in the 60s. Okay. And even that's low. Um, I'm like, we've, when it comes to Trent and then obviously Salah is the other lock um, for Liverpool that I think everyone should own. By game week one if, you, if it's not even around 75-80% then you're playing FPL wrong. You're, you're, not, you're never finishing inside the top 100k. You're backing against Salah and Trent. We've seen that. And yeah, so I would urge everyone that is listening to this that if you don't have Trent on your side, go get Trent on your side. To figure out. Find how the money. Get Trent on your side.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. And that's fair. Other, uh, uh,
2: yeah. Well, okay. Well, I, I was going to say there's another lock but I'll go to there. As a nah, defender lock? I did my yeah, yeah. And well, I'll give you a reasoning. I'll give you a good reasoning.
1: I've got another lock, but I want to go like systemically. Let's go keep as defenders. Okay. We'll, we'll go. Do you want to do you, you roll first, Damien, and then well, touch on. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go last year because my lock is in goals. So okay, everyone yeah. else give their options. All
0: right. So are we going we for locks? Or are we going through our? Yeah. Go through
1: your, back,
2: your defense. And All right. Your back.
0: Maybe I'll do mine because I'm the only one with a five at the moment. So. Yep. I've I've got so I've got Mendy in goal. Um, yep. oh, yeah. Mainly because I want the point five. So I had Edison in goal for a long time, um, yep. but I felt I needed that point five in my team. Trent, we've just spoken that we unanimously have him. I've gone the double Chelsea. So I've got three Chelsea defenders at the moment. So I've got both fullbacks. I've got Chuel James. And then my other one, I've gone Cancelo because yep. I want a piece of Man City's defense and he's the one that I feel is the most nailed on. Whether it's left back, right back, doesn't matter. He'll he'll play. And the fifth is someone who Damon and I have spoken a lot about. Um, is Diego Dallo from Man United. Again, don't mind it. Ah, I've got Dom. <laughs> he has looked good this preseason. Um don't mind it. But at 4.5, he is too good to to not have a piece of the United defense. Now, whether they're going to be good defensively, obviously we don't know yet. It's a, a little risk. It's not a big risk because there's plenty of other 4.5 uh, million options there. But I think he's too good not to go after because United can't get worse, they genuinely cannot get worse. So I think they go Brighton first at home, which is a great first game. Then they go Brentford, Liverpool, Southampton, Leicester as a five. You're probably just benching him for Liverpool, and I've got the bench yeah. options to play a four four two, or you know, or a four five one if I need to. So. That's my back six with the goalkeeper and I actually feel like that's the one part of the field that's not going to change from now till game week one.
1: Nice. Right, right. And I rate I had, it. I had a similar back five when my back five draft was. So I
0: like it. It's time. safe. There's nothing, Dallow, s- nothing silly there.
1: Dallow has been in one or two of my drafts but he is not in my draft at the minute for a certain reason.
0: Yeah. So I might head over to Dom because you were Quite vis- visibly <laughs> disappointed that I've obviously taken your little steal there in Dallow. So, yeah. Um, what have your thoughts been of him so far this uh, preseason?
2: Oh, I think he's a lot to start. I think um, they're just been United and Ten Hag sick of they bent uh, on Bissaka. Um, I think Dallow is obviously not as defensively sound, but going forward, I think that's what Ten Hag wants. That's what Ten Hag likes in his full And at price, at 4.5, I think it's a steal. I think he needs to be in your team, whether he's on the bench or starting. I think he's going to provide... I think he's on set pieces. He'll take a few free kicks and whatnot. He's got good delivery. And especially... Then if Ronaldo comes back, I think it's even better. Yeah. But I think he needs to be in your team. A Man United, they've looked really good in pre-season. I don't like taking much from pre-season, but they have looked good. Uh, I think he's actually a class player. I've always said that. I thought he's he underutilized under
0: Oli. 3.5% ownership as well.
2: Very good differential. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so that's I think my...
2: I think he is your lock. A, a, he is a lock.
0: Yeah. And but my other one's Rhys James. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, you got my oh. three locks. Well, I'll go through my team. Yeah. So I have Martinez from Aston Villa. They have a... We've touched on Leon Bailey's run. Obviously, it's the same run. And yeah. he gets saves. So I'm thinking I'm going to keep him in until they get... The hard run, and then he's like, five mil. Raya, yeah, he's five mil. But I've what I've done, I've banked for 4, 0.5 mil for a trade after for round one at the moment. So worst comes to worst, I just take that to Allison or Mendy is the same price. So right now Martinez, because he gets saves, they're gonna they don't have the best defense, but obviously a bit a bit more sound now with Diego Carlos coming in. And I think two years ago he was and Kamara. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're gonna he's gonna have a mix of clean sheets as well as getting the saves, and then I've gone Dallot, Trent, Trippier, and Rhys James. So I've gone yeah. Trippier, step pieces, and was they're gonna your, be a lot more sound as well.
0: Was he gonna be your uh, game week one transfer potentially? Because I was looking at Trippier a lot. So got
2: Forrest at home.
0: I was looking they've at it Forrest massively home, for that, run. but the rest of that run was a bit. How you doing? So I took him out.
2: They go Forest home, Brighton away, City, Wolves, Liverpool. So, I'd just bench him if i still got him. But I think he's undervalued. He's 16% owned as well. So, I'm liking Trippier. And then Reese James, I think, needs to be a lock. So, watching Chelsea play against Arsenal, they they went into back four and they just looked horrendous. Moved to a back five, looked a lot better. And I think that's the way Tuchel will go. Reese James only outscored by Trent. By about thirty or forty or fifty points, maybe yeah. a bit more for a thousand less minutes. Yeah, and he had the same amount of contributions with that injury. So I think James, Brent, and lot need to be in your defence without a doubt. Especially if Chelsea will move to the back three. There's more signings coming in. Koulibaly's in. The defence is locked. Their issues aren't with the defence at the moment. The issues is with the forward line. But I think they'll still keep clean sheets. They got a good run. Brees James shows what he can do. And that, that's my back five. So, yeah, the, the lot, Trent and James should be in your team.
1: Yeah, I, I like that. I think that's good. I've only got one thing that I'd throw at you, Dom, is you've gone with Martinez at five mil had not the best of end of seasons last year. you yep. still got question marks. You've got Trippier in. Why not Nick Pope?
2: Didn't want to double up.
1: Then you go Maddie Cash.
2: I, I had Matty Cash in. And I saw a lot of people saying, well, Dignier's going to be the one delivering cash arriving in late. Which, you know, fair, but you can't have everyone And I think I'm going to, yeah. try to adjust for the same pieces. They got Chris oh. Wood. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're looking cool. okay,
0: though, Newcastle. If they get Wilson uh, think, back.
1: Uh, Villa, yeah. Villa's more sound. I think. Uh, I think yeah, well, look, I would have thought that. I think Pope instead of Martinez would,
0: would the be other ahead bit of The other run or... demo, though, for Newcastle's not great, though, after Forrest. Yeah, but
1: Pop- Pope's the best shot stocker in the league. He will pick up save points. So but yeah, he'll pick up save points. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It,
2: so that's it, the thing. At the moment with Trippier and Martinez, I can swap them around. at five each, I can yeah. easily go through a Mendy into a and or and other on. five.
0: Yeah,
2: but yeah. That's well, what I What are you I doing, think, Damon?
1: I think that there is a certain player that should be a lock, and he's in goals. And the fact that they have dropped keeper prices down to five point five mil is a joke. Um, when you get with Edison and Edison is my lock. He is the man that's caused me the most pain in my drafts, but he's a man that will not leave for the whole season. He's set and forget. And the reason why is, are you ever going to have free city premiums at any given time? No, because of Pep Roulette. And with that being said, you know who is nailed on, and that is Edison. And he's gonna get you know, you know, a minimum 15 clean sheets this season. And he will pick up the occasional assist because he's Edison. Um, even if that's only one or two, that's still great. But 15 clean sheets, 140 points. Thank you very much for coming. I'll take that every time. Finished third or fourth in keepers all the year last year. And yeah, then obviously, yeah. So for me, he's set, forget, absolutely lock. And the difference between him and Alisson is you will have three Liverpool outfield players in your team. I don't think you ever do, ever, at any given time with City.
0: I think that's no, a third outfield player is the hard one. Because you could say Cancelo and Haaland are probably and, in your teams at, at given points, But, yeah, I, I don't trust any of their midfielders. Like, I nah, don't feel comfortable and, playing any of them.
1: And you're never going to have Haaland, De Bruyne, and Cancelo in the same side because one of them's got to give way to fund the other.
0: Yeah. so yeah, you're going to yeah, have
1: as well.
2: So, I'm for me, Edison's a lot.
1: Yeah. For me, Edison's a lot because of that. My name, my back four is pretty similar to you guys. And there's only one slight change. And the reason I've done this, I will explain in a sec, is I've got Trent, James, Zinchenko and Cash. Um, Trent and James, obviously, are locks. Zinchenko, for me, if he doesn't play left back and the fact he played two days afterwards playing at left back, he will play in the box-to-box midfield like he does for Ukraine. So for me, I think he's a lock either way. Arteta has gone out of his out of his way to get Jesus and Zinchenko in from City. Knows him very well. So I'm very comfortable with Zinchenko coming in there at five mil um, and a good way into the, uh, in, good way into the Arsenal defence. Um, and then lastly, obviously, Matty Cash. Um, you know, I just think Maddie Cash out of those five mil options is between him and Trippier for me. And I prefer Maddie Cash. Hood goes a lot in that fourth spot as well. Only reason I haven't is I've got Neko on the bench. And I think Neko is the most nailed on bench formula option you can find. He's going to play every minute for Forrest in a wing 3-5-2 system that he's going to be bombing on. He has good delivery. I've seen enough of him at Liverpool for that. And that 0.5 mil that I have in the bank allows me to move a midfield if I need to in game week one or two upwards. So say, for instance, I'm on Saka or on Bowen. Or on or Bowen. Bowen's 8.5. Or, you know, I'm on yeah. one of the eight midfielders and they get an injury. And then say, it was Saka, I'm on, he gets injured, Diaz scores a hat trick, he's up to 8.1. Um, I can still move to him because I've got 0.5 in the bank. And that's obviously me saving on the lot. But the lot could come in because I do think he's a lot for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. So it's good to see that we've got a bit of variance between us because I think a lot of the things I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of general teams at the moment. So, you know, it's always good to have a bit of variance um, amongst the sides here. But I think we're pretty set on sort of Trent and James across our teams. I think we all three of us have those two in particular, uh, three different goalkeepers um, in some different shapes. So that's the, the positive um, here so far with the defences. And look, you know, things, there's still two weeks to go until the season starts. There's probably, you know, things that are going to change and uh, some different thought processes that might come about. But look, I think they're all, you know, viable options because there's abilities to pivot. So whether it's, so I feel like I'm carrying the one extra premium over you guys. In, and I think that premium's Chilwell. Obviously, I've got yeah. to keep a bit of an eye on um, how he's tracking. Um, because if he's struggling, then I, I can easily pivot down. You know, there's a, yeah. an abundance of five mil defenders. A lot harder
2: to go the other way.
0: Exactly. And that's my thought process. If I need to make money, I can always go Chilwell down and split five and 0.5. Point five, and point five. So you could split point 0.5 into a goalkeeper and go up. You can split 0.5 into a midfielder and go up, or you can obviously just put the one mil straight on top of a midfielder or a forward. So any final thoughts on our defenders before we look to move up the lines into our midfield?
1: Not on our defenders, but I will just put a shout out. If Parachutes was fit and firing, would be a very good shout at 5.5 mil. I
0: It'd be a lot for Conte me. I yeah, think But well. um,
1: yeah. yeah, same here. The I'll, is, I'll on, find on, a way to get him on, in. Conte. Conte has such a big emphasis on fitness, and if he's not fit,
0: don't go anywhere near him.
1: Nah, well, he hasn't he, played he won't yet. Pa- he, won't, he won't play the first two, two to three weeks, so I wouldn't touch him.
0: Yeah, that's a good shout, actually.
1: He, uh, his ownership's 34%. Yeah, he's going to get... I feel like that's the
0: 30%, That's the 35% that don't have Trent, though. You know what I mean? Like, they're just people that are just buying hype, I think, and putting teams together. It wouldn't surprise me by the start of game week one that that ownership doesn't drop. Or yeah, it's I people it's- playing 3-5-2.
1: No, I think yeah. there's a lot of people that might have him just in case he gets some minutes late doors. Um, but in the five subs, yeah. maybe he comes off the bench. In a couple of them, he gets some fitness. But oh, I would be looking at starters and avoiding... Don't
2: go anywhere near him. Nah, yeah, not at this point. That would be my advice. Oh, I,
1: would, I, would the I would
2: have him there's in the future. I would have him in the future, though. better and the same price and cheaper. Yeah. All right. Great player. But...
0: Dom, do you want to uh, run through your midfield?
2: All right, so I've just got the standard lock. Should be the first name on the whole team sheet. Mo Salah with, this, yep. with the armband. Yep. Into Rashford Martinelli Pedronetto.
0: There are some names on that team sheet that have been in my team for a long period of time.
2: Thanks <laughs> for itself.
0: My concern with Martinelli is... ah. Uh, is he starting? There shouldn't
2: be any concerns because, yes, he is 100% starting. But Ted has gone into all his preseason games with the team that he wants to start his first game of the season with. Martinelli's been contrib- contributing. Smith-Rowe is getting nowhere near that starting 11.
0: Yeah, I guess he's the one. I
2: agree. Yeah. At 6.0, what he can do, he should be a lock.
0: Yeah, that is, that's a hard argument to uh, to fight because I love Gabriel Martinelli. Um Really dynamic. I think if he's starting and he's playing 75 minutes, then he's as good as yeah. anyone to, to have some really big returns at 6 mil. And he's someone who I think, if he hits the ground running, is someone whose price is going to rise very quickly, I think.
2: was first five. Palace, Leicester at home, Bournemouth, Fulham, Villa.
1: It's a very good five. N- enough said. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's definitely tempting. And I think that's yep. why a lot of Arsenal players are getting put into teams. And on reflection, I probably need to to look at ways to get one more in potentially in my team. But uh, he's someone I've been taking in and out all off season at this point because the potential's there. He's been at the club long enough now. He had two full seasons at Arsenal where he's had glimmers of the player that he looks like he's going to be. Uh, and this is probably the season for him to to kick on and you know, really cement himself in that, you know, World Cup year, if he gets going, you know, there's potentially a, a plane ticket to Qatar for him too. It could be massive. Damo, your midfield or well, any thoughts uh, on Dom's?
1: Well, I think me and Dom have gone similar-ish, but uh, different all the same. Um, Salah's a tick, and I think he's a tick for you, Paul, captain. Yeah. If you don't
2: have Salah in your team, don't bother playing.
1: Yeah, pretty much. You're just, you're just waiting to finish outside the top two. Mil. And it's pretty much what happens. And you can't not start with Salah. Don't get me wrong. If Salah did what he did at the end of last season, you know, tired as anything and you want to gamble, and that's where you start gambling towards the end of the season when you need a game, And then you take Salah out and whatever. Well, I gambled by playing Salah game, game at 38 and he got a return for me, which was great. But... Um, you know, this is not the time to do that. He's the greatest fantasy player in the game. You get him in and you captain him against Fulham, who are newly promoted. Um, my team does have Salah. I've gone Louis Diaz alongside Salah there. I have gone Saka. So two eight mils. And then it is Leon Bailey because I do think he's going to start come game week one. I think he's going to get a run of the first three, four games. For me, he is looking like. The uh West Ham winger that starts with a B but now name is, that's now named as him. and what he's gonna do, what he did at the start of last year. All the hype, great preseason <laughs> came and banged it, and after game week seven, never did anything for the rest of the season. I think yeah. Bailey's gonna do that. My thinking with this is Yotta's injured, Diaz nailed. Yeah. So you have to get him over Robertson. Yeah. Robertson long term will get more points because he's gonna be the second best defender in the league to get outside of Trent. Right here, right now in the first four game weeks with Diaz playing on the left against our run, we can he can do some damage and some serious damage at 8 mil. And I'm paying that card with the potential of a price rise and then shipping him off when needed as well. Um, for me, Arsenal's run's too good. No, know you guys have gone Martinelli. I do think he's nailed. But for me, Saka is the main man there. How do you know him what I've Jesus. done? And for me, it's Saka all day long. If you've got the funds, you get Saka in... He's going to outscore Martinelli ga- every given I'm game disagree. week. Disagree. I disagree. Martinelli
2: I, I, showed I think back into last year. He's on the point. He's good. Don't get... he's and good. that 1.5 million can go... Sorry, at 2 million yeah, it's can two. go very far.
1: It can do. All right, I uh, need you guys to stage.
0: fight this argument for me because... Can I, go, can I just quickly go through what one midfield is? Because I'm having this yeah, battle yeah. at the moment. So I've got Salah, I've got Bailey, I've got Diaz, and I've got Saka. Yeah. So we've gone the same.
1: Me and you have gone the same? have gone exactly
0: the same, right? Okay. And I this morning, I had Robertson over Chilwell, but I didn't... I wanted Diaz for the reasons that you've said, Damo. So I've pivoted yeah. into Diaz that way. Yeah, that's I've the right been hand. flipping, and this is why my shape has completely changed to, as of today, Look, because I've pulled the 2 million onto Saka. Yeah. And I'll get into the reasons why. Oh, I have to say it now. I don't really trust a lot of the forward options. So I've backed one at the moment. And I thought, well, where am I going to put the money? So I've put the $2 from Martinelli or one and a half from Rashford onto Saka because I've got two years of Saka consistently. I think it gets easier for him this year because if the other options are all fit and firing, then they can't just triple team Saka like they were last year. And he still had a really good year. Last season, and I didn't get on Saka at all last year. But penalties, Dom is a good um, point because I don't know who's going to take them because Jesus might come in and want them. Martinelli was taking them. Saka's taking them. Like there's options there. But
2: he was taking them early doors. Then once Martinelli started getting around the 11, he was taking them to the back end of the year. And that's the big one. And I think that $2 million it can be better used elsewhere into your defence.
1: Where do you put it? <laughs> anywhere, anywhere you want. I, I, the thing is, is, I have tossed and turned with this the whole time, and this is my debate as well because I've done this as well. I can't find a good place to put that 2 million where I think Saka will, will be nailed on 100%. I, just in case that, that Martinelli rotation does happen, I know Saka won't happen. I don't think it will, right? And I don't think it will. I think Martinelli starts. For me, the penalty situation's weird at Arsenal. Saka did nothing wrong. Didn't you know he scores all the you know most of his pens, if not all of them. I think for Arsenal, he's obviously missed one at the Euros. Um, Martinelli took a couple towards the back in the last year, and then Jesus. I, I personally think Jesus is going to come in and want the pens. He yeah, hasn't got a good record his, though, his, but his record's horrid. If we knew Saka had pens nailed on, he's definitely nailed on. If we knew Martinelli had penalties nailed on, he's nailed on. We don't. I just think that there is definitely. My thing is, if I go Martinelli, I'll get Rashford in for Leon Bailey, and Rashford's a very good dis- differential, and I want to do it. I just don't know if I have the balls to. It may change because I know think Martinelli is really good. I don't want to sit and wait because I feel like you got to get on the train either at the start or not. I just feel like Diaz is the safer pick, and over my times of finishing in the top 100k, you can lose FPL at the start, but you can't win it at the start. Feel like if you back Martinelli and he go and he you know doesn't do it and Saka at the end of the day Martinelli may play well get no points but Saka's the one that getting the points then you can get on Saka where if you go on Martinelli and he does well great you got a good start Saka's ownership so much more that you can su- you can survive that but yeah it's one of those ones that's weird because Martinelli has good ownership too I've gone this way because I can it could change to Saka to Martinelli and then Bailey to Rashford which is what I prefer, but I think is the safer option.
0: Yeah, so my thoughts are that the money for me would have to go up front. Like, there's no... My defense is locked. I've got other ways if I wanted to get Dallow up, but I don't want to get Dallow up. And then Chilwell, James, Cancelo, Trent, that is a four yeah. I'm very happy with. So I get that too. my money's not going backwards. My money's going forward. Yeah, but my concern is, and this is probably the the point where we'll transition into talking about forwards. I've got Erling Haaland as my standalone starting striker in a 2 one. Two million gets me. Like I, I can be honest. I can say, show now he's on my be, my bench striker or strikers because I got two of them. Yeah. So Greenwood yeah. from Leeds, four point five, whatever. Yeah. Is Taylor standard? And I've got Undav at the moment at five five because I'm intrigued. He'll play if, because he'll play.
1: He's got a good record.
0: Exactly, he scored in Belgium. He scored, in, you know, in reputable leagues. But the fixtures turn in a positive way after game week one. So Man United, he sits on the bench, but then goes Newcastle, West Ham, Leeds, Fulham, Leicester, Bournemouth, Crystal Palace. Like there's a run of games there where I get a chance to look at him, but Sakadu. Gabriel Martinelli, or even Neto, and go even further down and go two and a half. Then I'm looking at a seven and a half, eight million striker, which is Jesus, which is who I had in the team. So I did have a four. I did say I had a four four two. I had Martin. I had Neto instead of Saka, and I had Jesus instead of uh, Undav. But I don't know how I feel about Jesus. Different team different role, very high ownership, but I'm not sold. I know Saka and Martinelli are going to create chances, but I don't think that they're not going to score either. Like, I I just don't know. I just think Jesus is just a pure number nine who's going to rely on goals more than goals and assists, and I just don't have the record to see that he's going to be able to do it on a longer stretch of games. That's my concern. The forwards here that I'm looking at, I'm just pulling it up now. The seven and a half options that are... Where are we going by? We'll sort it by price. You know, so there's Ollie Watkins. Don't really want Ollie Watkins. There's Paddy Bamford. Don't know how he's going to go post-injury. There's Callum Wilson. Is he fit? Antonio, different role. There's one name that I'm waiting for, and it's a risk, and I've got no idea what his price is going to be, but it's Skamaka at West Ham. If he comes in anywhere near 7 mil, I'm probably going to take was, that as a risk.
2: So he's said about 6.57. Depends what he did in Italy last year. Goals and assists wise,
0: I'll judge it on And that. that's who I'll go after.
2: I can't imagine him being more than Antonio, which is 7.5. I'd, I'd say a 7. Yeah. I'd say a 7. I don't think he'll touch
0: the eights. and that's where I'll probably put that. But that would convince me to go Saka, Martinelli, and then Skamaka alongside Halland, because West Ham need a nine. Like they just they 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 can't play without one. Antonio's guard, and, and exactly like I just think they've they've tried the Antonio for a full season up there. Yeah, and we saw the returns he had. Imagine a, a trained. Number nine with the service that he'll get from Bowen and things. Like, he'll be cheaper than Bowen. Like, I think West Ham's run isn't amazing, I don't think. So they start with City. Again, I'm prepared to play 5 4 1 anyway, match week one. And if he gets Forest, Brighton, Villa, Spurs.
2: I can't imagine them using him against City.
0: No. So it's not City an issue. Yet. And I'm prepared to ride that player on the bench to put a cheaper midfielder in if I have to over Saka so that's just my thinking at the moment there's a couple interesting options here though as well like there's you know Martial if Ronaldo goes because then Martial is probably going to start you'd think yeah he's a nine he's a nine yep. Ivan Tony has a really good run as well
2: yeah So second league in the second
0: year in the league yeah but I just I think you know he got 15 goals last season or 12 goals I think he got last season I think he's only going to get better um, with a year, you know, two years ago he was playing League One. I think people need to remember that. Uh, so, you know, the sky's a limit for Ivan Tony, and I think Brentford are a team that I don't have as many concerns of them dropping off like a Sheffield United. I think they're just set up in such a way where, you know, they're in a really good spot. I would have loved it more if Ericsson was still there um, just to have that bit of creativity but he can't have everything. So nah, nah. Well, I think between him and Buemo, I mean, I still think they're going to be goals. They're going to be solid in midfield. They're going to be solid defensively. Thomas Frank, I, I trust him as a manager, so end of the day, I can pivot that way if I really need to to Ivan Tony, We haven't spoken about Mitrovic. He's someone that we Dame and I in particular love. Um, I just don't trust Fulham. Um, I'd have to See, and their run of games isn't great to start with either. But, you know, he could be a pivot point at some point during the year if he gets going. But we've got the history of, you know, Mitrovic not doing it. So for me at the moment, it is Halland by himself. I'm carrying a bit of extra money in Undav currently because if things don't go the way I want them to go, I think at five and a half, I can ride it for a little bit with Brighton's fixtures. But I'm not sold. So if I need to put 2 million into somewhere, it's into Undav completely. So that's my big debate at the moment. And out of my two 8 million midfielders, Saka's the one that goes because as Dame you've mentioned already, Diaz for a month is just so locked in that he's not the one going down. Maybe long-term it's Diaz down, it's Robbo into the defense and it's a striker coming in and it looks better that way and I pick another 8 million midfielder and it's probably Mount is the third one. Yep. Maybe that's an option, but I don't know. What was that, Dom?
2: Phil Foden. Nah, I don't trust City, though. Plus of 8 million midfielders. I think Mount's the third one, Diaz, though. Diaz, Mount, Kulusevsky. Saka. Saka. Frieden. James Madison. yeah, Phil Foden.
0: I think Leicester's fixtures is Riyad what keeps Murray. Madison out. Yeah.
2: Riyad Mahrez.
0: Yeah, there's plenty there, but I don't really want to trust the Man City ones be, at the moment, though.
2: I'd be touching Riyad Mahrez. They've lost two. They lost wingers. Sterling. Sterling was a left winger, but winger, and Jesus was playing as a right winger because he couldn't make it as a nine, and that's why I'm not liking him.
0: Not liking this Jesus
2: here, in fairness, but, yeah. yeah. I think he's done. He scored a couple of goals in preseason. But he scored I just don't four. I'm looking to look preseason. He's four and four. I don't think you can look too much into pre-season because yeah, teams really don't care. Team yeah. managers try new things. Yeah. You know, so before are a 4-0 better team than Chelsea.
0: No. Before I hand over, um we'll go to Damo for his attack. So my last player is Andreas Pereira, so my team should be on screen. Yep. Yeah. Now which Pereira should
2: is... be your four point five midfielder. Yeah. So that, that's
0: Since my team on screen currently. Um so let me know what you guys think of my side there. Dame, we'll go into your attack because I think this has been the one position that's probably changed the most so far in your draft. So what have you yep. settled on at the moment?
1: At the moment, i am four two and I'm up top and I've got Haaland, which is nailed. And for game week one with City's fixtures, I have mentioned that I have done a few drafts without Haaland in. Um, it just scares me. You should me. not be doing that. <laughs> it yeah. just scares me to do that because I'd Not with their run. Just- yeah, I can't not do it. And at that same token, I have spent a lot of time one up front, no Gabriel Hazes. He's just scoring so much in preseason. Arteta's playing such a nailed on side that I have to go with the 60% ownership. You can't be in a position where he's 60% owned. He bangs it in the first two weeks. You're not on him and you're behind the eight ball playing catch up to the point that I've got him in. There was a draft I did where I had Kane and Haaland up top together, but the midfield was a little bit whatever.
0: Yeah, I had that um, too.
1: And I would love to go free premium. I think there's definitely a right to go free premium this year, but you have premium. to get on the right differentials. And there's definitely a, uh, a way. I am tempted to explore the free premium again before the end or the lockout. I don't know if I will do it, but Jesus it kills your defense.
0: Y- it yeah, really no. kills your defense going three primos. Yeah, I had it for the longest time. Today was the yeah. first time I've gone away from it all I off season. I don't
1: think I can do it because I just want to make my defense as solid as possible. Um, Harland and Kane obviously is a very good toss-up, but I think it's Harland and the fixtures. And then Jesus is just fixtures, nailed, maybe on pens, playing through the middle, and he looks like he's ticking. And I know we don't go on preseason too much, but Arsenal's fixtures and the way they're playing in preseason – gotta go and ride him for two to three weeks first up, I think.
0: Yeah, it's a big call and it's just it's how much do you believe in in him? That's the key, I think. And that's where Dominia, probably on the we've seen enough of Jesus in the league. Obviously it's been sporadic.
2: I go on I go on facts and what I see in the league. I don't care in preseason.
1: I I do genuinely do. I've seen him do well enough at City to know that if he plays in a team that is solely folks around him in the nine, he scores goals. You
2: cannot compare that City team to Arsenal, that's the thing. That's what I'm thinking.
1: Think think it's gonna be
2: one of the best teams we've ever seen.
1: It's gonna be quality of chance created for Jesus, but City used him out wide, he's playing through the middle, he's better through the middle. Yeah, So
2: why couldn't they play him as a nine? Why'd they have to go and buy a nine? nine Because he's not a
1: pep nine.
0: But well, but Arsenal plays similar way too, though.
1: Because that Halland is a is pet nine, man. big, big, big boy, true nine. Jesus isn't. Jesus is the sort of guy Halland that gets in. Jesus is the sort of guy that plays on the last man, makes your darting runs in between centre back and full back. Look where he scored his goal. Yes. Look where he scored his goal against Chelsea. Nah, Harlan's got a bit more to his game. Mate. He can hold a ball up, bring people in. Haaland does everything. Harlan's
2: yeah. your nine. I'd probably probably would be on the most complete nines we'll ever see.
1: Yeah, and that's why Pep wants him, because he can play a many role. Jesus is very one-dimensional, but his one-dimension suits Arsenal to a T. We said it last year in the pod pool, where why don't we they use Lucas Pepe up front for a bit, darting runs in behind, stretching defence with speed. That's all Jesus is going to provide. Suits them to a T, and can be thrown out wide if needs be. But him yeah. through the nine is going to score goals, I believe, and I've picked him. There is a world where I look at free premiums again, and it would be Kane. I know I think that's what Dom's gone judging by his reaction earlier um, but uh, I think it's Jesus for now don't be surprised I switched to one up front and it's just Haaland. because I do like five at the back
0: yeah alright well, go for it Dom
1: I've gone three
2: man <laughs> I've gone Highland and Kane
0: I had that up until today so talk to me about obviously your thoughts around the the three premiums there dom and maybe premium. what you have had to give up
2: to call it the true correct terminology the premium premium
0: we're gonna yeah we're gonna copyright that that's ours <laughs> we're gonna make money on that
2: oh yeah i am a nine my playing career you all know that
0: yep
2: well, i have a bit of bias i've gone the two best nines in the league yeah yep two best 9s nines. I've gone with the goal scorers. Haaland, okay, if Haaland isn't in your team, don't probably play. don't bother playing. Yeah. yeah. If Haaland, Salah, Trent and James aren't in your team, genuinely do not bother playing this year. Haaland can score goals, can do everything. He can. He will, in his first four, what's his first, what's his run? West Ham, born with Newcastle, Palace, Forest, Villa. Yeah, six games he'll have a bear. He'll, he'll, he'll get into the double digits for goals especially before Champions League which starts well, I think after match week four
1: is that how we start? we start a touch early so Two. I think it's six
2: yeah Where, oh, maybe six when the, you know, the rotation might come more in
1: yeah.
2: he's going to bang him in and Harry Kane I think Kane's in for a big big season he's had a he had his injuries and whatnot and still banged in I think 20 goals last year He's on their penalties. Conte's got a full pre-season with him. He's got him fit. He's got him firing. Um, he's going to be scoring goals. He's got uh, Conte's team score goals, and Conte's nines do well. Lukaku Lata with Inter. Costa with Chelsea. I think they're very comparative. So I think Kane's going to be in for a lot of points. That's why I've gone the two big boys up top. And I think these are the only two premium strikers you should be touching.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. Um because I don't feel there's a lot of other strikers that you'd be overly confident with with playing, I think. Yeah. So in order to get the Threemium in there, Dom, so what area so you have to sacrifice the midfield, don't you? Yeah,
2: yeah. I had to sacrifice the midfield. Uh Initially my Threemium was Helen Salah's Son, but I saved the 0.5 on Son and Sunder went up to Kane because of the penalties, um, and he's if he's got a penalty, he's going to score it. Kane Most does times or not? Yeah, nine times out of ten, Kane's going to score his penalty. Kane's going to get the chances. Kane's the main man. Everyone knows it. I think he's probably the best true nine. Maybe we've seen maybe Aguero put on that level.
1: Yeah, I hear but that.
2: I think he's just a, he's just a goal scorer. So what I had to give up in the middle of the park.
1: You would have uh, given up an eight, eight, 8 mil. I'm yeah. playing around a bit yeah, on we'll screen now to see it. You, you don't have yeah, an 8 I mil mid in Diaz yeah. or whatever.
2: Yeah, and that's where I'm going to maybe try tinker with my defence, go down to get maybe Rashford up uh, to Diaz. But I think Rashford at 6.5 is going to be in there. But I'm definitely going to be going with Kane and Holland. But yeah, I've, I've lacked with that eight. Mid-footer, 8.0 midfielder bracket, I think some great options. But if I do manage to do it, I get I do try getting Diaz. But, yeah, I'm very happy with Martinelli-Rashford starting. I'm very confident in that.
1: Yeah, see, I'm playing around with it right now on screen. I agree with that. If there is a world where you can keep Diaz in your side and get Kane in... Yeah, I've just done then, it. Then you do it.
2: I just think there is,
1: there is a way. I've also... Touch, I still got
2: 0.5 mil in the bank, which I'm considering. I heard a fella was a great example saving it for the first trade or yeah, banking up yeah. your banking a trade.
1: That's what I in like. Game week
2: two, you've got two trades with 0.5 mil in the bank.
1: That's what I like doing.
2: That's and if I have a pretty good uh, game week one, that's probably what I'll do. But it's also a big what if. But I feel pretty confident. If I, I feel like if I can get 100 to 100 points. Yeah. Which is a very, you know, it could just, be if Salah goes bang.
1: I just feel like you going, it's, it's Neto, you've got Neto Rashford-Martinelli with Salah, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, Mid-Bay- I'm looking at Bay- like
2: that. Leon Bailey on my yeah. bench.
1: Yeah. See, I'm looking at that now and I'm just like, that midfield isn't screaming points, but that midfield is screaming that you can do it. The only reason I like going free premiums from the start is everyone forgets it's a World Cup. You get unlimited transfers after game week 15. Yes, till the end of the World yeah. Cup. Yeah, you and a, a wild card, card early.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm technically with... be wild carding. Yeah, first part
1: any, of the season. Any anywhere from game week four to game week eight is viable a wild card. Game week eight is an international break. Game week four to five before the fair before um, UCL. That's that's your go, right? I think you I'm should t- be
2: if you can if your team's doing good, doing yeah. well. Ideally, you wild card game week eight with the international yeah. break. Yeah, that in the and, perfect
1: world that's what happens and then you have got your the big wild card post world cup injuries and whatnot the one thing for free premers that I like is that you can wild card early if it does not work if you find that you're in the shit 4 weeks in 3 weeks in yep. you just wild card it out right because everybody's going to yep. only wild card 4 to 5 weeks later the yep. only thing I don't like about it and I'm very much in the school of thought is you can only captain one of them so then you're missing out on value elsewhere for non-captainable yep. players so like yep. at the back yep. you're missing out on a lot of value you're missing out on Diaz yep. and Saka who could do a job and they're not captainable. Mm-hmm. I like it. Only this is the only time I've ever looked at three prims. I look like I like it because there's enough good enough defenders in that four point five to five mil bracket that you can punt on. And Kane's got what? Southampton in game week two at yeah. home, I think, or Chelsea. something like that. Get,
2: yeah, then Chelsea. But I think still think he
1: can the play The only reason with I don't like England. it. Only reason I don't like yeah. it, Dom, is you have got Kane then against Chelsea in game week three, and you got United playing Liverpool. We don't in game week three.
0: No, no, game week two. Got no, they don't cross over. They don't cross over. Chelsea, Spurs, we game right? week two. Oh,
1: okay, never mind.
0: Uh, Go, I'm looking uh, at it right uh, now, I'm game week two. Three. And they got Wolves, Forest, West Ham, yeah. Fulham. That's such a good run. Up to your wild card in week seven if you want to push it in week seven.
1: You want for Man
2: City, they got city in week seven. Yeah. You'd ride it. Well, You'd they beat it. them last year. Yeah. You'd
0: ride it anyway. So then, right week eight. for them.
2: That's what And yeah. then, if you're not
0: carrying any of the Spurs, or so, can I just put a question out to you guys? Because this is a yeah. very viable option. Option one: Undav, Saka, Cancelo. Yep. Option two: Kane, Martinelli, Zinchenko.
1: Zinchenko, see. Martinelli. Yep.
0: That's so what I'm looking see. at. That's right what, now. Literally, I can turn a five-four-one into a four-four-two, keeping Trent, Salah, Diaz, Bailey as a starting midfielder at five with Kane uh, Hallon. So I might, I might whack (laughs) my second option up on screen now. So you've seen my team one, which is where I'm at. This is a potential option uh, for what you guys could do if you want to go three premiums and keep an 8 million midfielder in there as well. So Dom's obviously not got the 8 million midfielder in there at the moment. I would prefer to have an 8 million in there. But the way Diaz is, or one player I want to, get your thoughts on. Maybe not someone to start with, but definitely a wild card option if they hit the ground running. Sancho at 7.5. Hey, I've
2: heard a lot of of talks about those Man United.
0: I Um, think if he hits the ground running, and I've been one of the biggest critics of him for a very long time in a Man United shirt, but that's more system-based. To save the .5, I wouldn't do it now, but if by week four, you're hitting the panic button... And he's playing well. I think he's, you know, a real solid option there. If you need to save some money, don't panic. Yeah, or don't panic. <laughs> don't, just don't panic. So plenty of options. You can look at the three meal. I think there's so much value this year. Yeah, I, I don't do know why. There's mid-price players. It's crazy that they've priced it this way, but it's really exciting because yeah, it gives you lots of go. talking points. It gives you lots of things to think about, which might no separate. They have
2: the same team.
0: Exactly, and it's going to separate yeah, like people very quickly. Years. Yeah. Cool. So, I reckon, before we move into some questions, if you've hung around this long, thank you very much, number one. Number two, if you want to ask us some questions, make sure you're getting in the Discord below so that you can get your questions in. Before, so we've gone through the the, the bargains and the cheap gems already. So we know everyone's going to have Neko Williams and Neto and I think we've covered enough of those bases around those mid price guys. Yeah. You made a good point with there, the, Dom, midfields. with Madison as one of those other eight millions. If he was a seven and a half, I really would have looked at him. The way he finished the year Damien. off, he was unbelievable. I know, Damon, yeah. we got on that ship maybe one or two weeks early last year with Madison. We That's probably where our rankings blew out because we... Yeah, I, ro- I
1: rode him during the Europa, Europa run. Conference League run as yeah. well, because I know the quality's there. And then as soon as they got knocked out, he went R- return, return, return for me. Yeah, same with me. Um, I, I, I rode him, because I know how good he is, but for 8 mil, I can't fathom putting him in. If yeah. it was 7 mil, I would.
0: Yeah, 100%. So, one tip for the listeners, Dom. What's one tip you want to give our listeners before we get into the questions about um, how they can improve their performance?
2: should be doing this regardless, but watch as much football as possible. Take note of players, take note of their minutes, what, like how they play? Are they getting, you know, getting forward and don't go anywhere? You should not have a centre back in your team.
0: <laughs> Damo,
1: do not have a centre back in your team.
0: A tip for the for the listeners and the viewers.
1: Um, my tip is always plan on what you're going to do is in two to three game weeks ahead. Like, never be in a position where you're just reactionary. Yeah. Never, never rage reaction transfer.
0: Yes, it's not like That's AFL the big fantasy. One. We can undo your transfers.
1: That's the big one because then you cause six unnecessary reasons. Plan your move. So if your move is you've got a free premium but you know that you have to downgrade at a certain point, plan that move. Plan banking your transfer for two weeks so you can get your two transfers. If it's throughout the season you know someone's fixed your turn good and you want them, don't rage transfer even two weeks too early. Plan your move. The moment you start rage transferring and then an injury happens in a UCL game, to Salah, for instance, who's your nailed on, and you got to take a hit to get him out because you've rage transferred on the Sunday night because Bruno Fernandes missed a penalty, plan your move. That That's my one. That's my big one, A Second one, don't panic. The moment you start to panic and you go differential and everyone's a differential, not the time. That time's game week 36 when you're chasing rank, if you're chasing rank. Then you differential it up. That's the moment you bin Salah off and you go, for Kulazeski, because he might be in form and you put the free meal into a third premium striker, it might be Ronaldo you bank on, who knows, right, or Vardy or someone down that track. With a run. Don't don't rage transfer, do not panic on differentials early, that's late game.
0: Yeah, that's mine as well because by the end of pre-season and going into game week one you've picked your team for a reason I think. Now we can do all the tinkering and thinking and What's this? And looking at the preseason stuff and all yep. the reports. Now's the time, as Dom said, watch as much, interact with as much, watch as much, you know, content, YouTube, podcasts, whatever it might be. Absorb it all in now and make that educated guess on what you're doing. You've just seen me, I'm throwing options at you guys already within the space of an hour. This is just to have a think about and have the discussion and and talk about why. Like, why are you playing this player over that player? But then don't... You know, if it happens game week one, the amount of people that burn a wild card game week one, game week two is stupid because they go chasing, you know, the dream team as it used to be. You used to click on the little icon there, the little blue star. Yeah, and don't go, look at that. And go, that. And go ch- just chasing points that way. Don't go chasing points. If you're picking someone, whether they're a premium, whether they're a differential, don't go chasing points early because... It never ha- like, it doesn't work. It's rare. It's really rare that those runs are like Vardy-esque runs where they score for 11 games in a row. They'll you, How many times do you bring someone in and you go, oh, damn it, now they're blanked? You know what yeah. I mean? It happens more those than a hit.
2: There, you have them already, like Salah, Holland, Trent, James. They yeah. should be in your team already.
0: Yeah. And then it's about how, how do you put that quality around them? And as Damo said, yeah. look at fixtures – do all that stuff now. Know ahead of time. If it's Trippier and you're bringing him in for a week, cool. If it's, you know, whether you want to burn a transfer straight away on that, maybe not, but have a game plan. Know where you might need to go yeah. or who you might it's want like to get into. Pictures. So I think that's a really good point to leave it for going to the questions because I think we've answered a couple of yeah. them, but there's yeah. some there that are going to give us some uh, good discussion as well. So we'll start with an easy one from JS. Uh who's the best eight million midfielder, Mr. Dom.
2: Um, it is Diaz, followed by Mares, followed by probably Mason Mount. I think he's locked in for minutes and they'll play that three, four, two, one system I do not I d I don't I'm not liking the sucker fight. Yeah, he's I'm... a bit overvalued. they put him by Saka and Mount, maybe on the same sucker mount Madison. I don't think he should be even Considering that, but if I'm being completely honest, you'd be looking at Diaz or Mahrez. And if I'm going with one of the two, it's Diaz. Four initially until Jota's back and then the UCL and you know, rotation.
0: And but, the shuffle happens. Yeah, if
2: you're going to go one, it should be Diaz right now. Diaz should be in your team if you, if you want.
0: So Leicester aren't in Europe this year, are they? Nope. No Europe Ooh, at all. Oh, that could be such a good pivot. Go Diaz to start with. And then yeah, let Leicester's fixtures die off a bit. And then you look at Madison after game week after, four. Yeah. Oh, and it opens oh, up.
2: Eight. After eight, which is when you should be wildcarding. Oh, it's brilliant. Forest, Bournemouth, Palace, Leeds, Wolves. <laughs> it's
0: good. <laughs> All right, Damo. You should be
2: looking at, if uh, you got one, Diaz, wildcard eight into Madison. Yep. Yeah. Because hopefully Diaz has made you 0.5 by then. Yep.
0: Yeah. And that gets him out going into Chelsea at the start of game week eight as well. So you get Diaz out of Chelsea. And then that's
2: where those top four. Specifically the top four, their fixtures go bonkers.
0: Yep. All right, Damo, you're maybe top three, eight million midfielders.
1: Diaz nailed Sucker, easy, mount and Mara's tie, because I think no one's gonna play on the right to start with, apart from Mara's for City. I just don't know how that's going to line up. Throw Foden in that as well. But I do think do it's... if you have any of them? Yeah. You're, you're not losing you're not, Yeah, Nah, that's, that's what makes me want to keep Saka in the side. But I could pivot somewhere else. City's uh, run is Foden, very good too. Foden. Yeah, Foden or Marez. I'm tempted to ride one of them to start with because the fixtures are so good. I think if you're going to pick one out of the two, I might do it for Saka as go Foden and Triple City. Pulisic. I just don't know. I feel with like with Richarlison coming yeah, in, you can't respond. But, there's, there's but he's, the good there. At, he, he's good enough if he gets benched with five subs, he comes to the bench and scores off the bench. He's good enough to do that. So Yeah, when City are 5-0 up. Yeah. You Surely know I think is nailed wing.
0: right wing, though.
1: Yeah. Live, live change. Yeah, that's, that's live change. change. I'm, going <laughs> for, I'm going Foden over Saka.
0: The big thing is no, where does no, Foden, Foden play Maris. this year, though? That's the thing. Does he play on the right or does he play in the three?
1: He plays... He Foden plays on the yeah, left.
0: The on, the left.
1: Damo, Damo played on the left? He on the left
0: did a lot last year. He did play a lot on the
1: Mares
0: left. takes penalties. I'd go Mares probably. If I, he misses if penalties. He does miss penalties against Liverpool, but he, Norman, penalties. I mean, he missed one against West Ham too, actually, didn't he? Yeah. Anyway, my three... Yeah, win, yeah. Mine's Diaz one. That, yeah. I should be going Saka two because Saka was just in my team. Um. But... I think Diaz is just so far ahead that it doesn't really he matter.
2: Is. Yeah, Diaz. Not
0: And I'm sort of in Mount... I don't know. I don't feel great about Mount. I've probably got Mares, Saka, Foden in that second tier. And then I've got Mount, Madison, Kulusevski in the third tier. Oh, I don't think
1: Kulusevski could be in your team.
0: No. He can't be. And Kulusevski is the, the last up. one of those.
1: Bernardo got one hundred and fifty-five points last year. How?
0: Because he plays. Plays in he. Plays in the three not that all hard out wide contributions
2: in a Man City team, attacking contributions. That scares me.
0: <laughs> well, he's a good player. <laughs> I
1: don't. I don't think I would he's ever go. Player. This
0: is why I don't, I don't go City go for, for this reason because you just don't know. Like what? Maybe Grealish oh. has a year where he goes nuts, and Suckers. Grealish Suckers is only playing nailed. on the left as well.
1: Suckers nailed.
0: So that's the that's the debate. The debate is that I that think Foden's million, nailed. <laughs> the issue is you've nah, got nah, Grealish, nah, Bernardo, nah. Mares, Foden fighting it for three spots. That's the that's the concern. If you can nail the right City guy, they are above Saka.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. That's the concern
0: always you can is nail
2: City anywhere. You're there above everyone. The concern Look. is
0: we don't know. And that's why I don't go near it at the moment because I don't be know.
2: Shield is what will decide that.
0: Potentially. No,
2: nah, but I think that's just a glorified friendly still.
1: Yeah, but they'll both go full. They'll sh- go, go as full It'll strength full as they can. Yeah, I don't
2: think that means that City's going to go win with that exact team the next week. I think Liverpool probably more I likely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, Dom. Anyway. Mara's over Foden, why? Give me that reason.
2: Who's... That right wing spot is his. Mara's is locked.
1: Penalties,
2: creativity. New contract as he's well. A just a, he, better player.
1: New contracts. Wand of a left foot. New contract. There's less
0: risk. There's less risk yeah. in that.
1: And I, well, yeah. He doesn't play.
0: But I don't I see him not him playing.
2: I've got that. I've always liked him. I think he's a brilliant player.
1: Yeah, I've just i just live swapped sucker to Martinelli and then moved Marez into my eight mil spot
0: to make I two mil. Should, I think that's oh, go. so you're taking Diaz out?
1: No, no, Diaz is mm. oh. Are you going two? Yeah, I got Salah. I always had two Salah, Diaz instead of sucker. It's now Marez. and instead of uh,
0: oh, what did you say Martinelli um, for?
1: Uh, instead of Ma, instead of uh, what's his name there uh, Bailey. It's now Martinelli. It's oh, okay, okay yeah. made a mil. Yeah, I made a mil. I I moved Dalot in um yeah
0: hey, Dalot, uh, get him in to
1: get to get mara's it in.
0: Damo's team's changed oh. again yeah it's, Ed,
1: it's anyway, edison, Ed, edison trent james and dalot Salah, diaz martinelli mara's jesus why'd
0: you send me your team bloody seven minutes ago and you've changed it again
1: because, because i've been tinkering <laughs> this whole pod because yes. i'm i tink- have I am on aerial, aerial fantasy premier League. i tinker every day i send you guys
0: can attest. Every morning I send you a brand new draft. Right. So, yeah. I'm, I'm your first team is what's going in this episode, not this current one now that you've built. Yeah, I will. So you're, doing 100%. The, you're doing the viewers dirty. You've yes. sent me two photos since we started recording already. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, next uh, question.
1: Yeah.
0: Besides Neto, who's a great budget midfielder, I think. We're unanimously Leon, Leon. going to say Leon ba- Bailey. Bailey,
1: Andres Pereira, stay away from Jesse Lingard because he's gone to Forest. That's a question mark.
0: Yeah. All right. So. Uh, I'll give you another one. The oh, budget midfielder. So I'm saying no Dude, more Bruno, than 5-5. Bruno
1: Garmarez is a trap as well.
0: 5-5 five, five oh, no. cap though. He's 6.
1: If you want to go a super, super, super cool differential, I'll though, give Joel you two. Thompson. Two.
0: All right.
2: I'll give you two. Fire away. 5.5 5 midfielders. Eze
0: and Olise from Palace. Yes. They have had five. a preseason though. That's what I'm worried about.
2: They're doing their own preseason back home. It's not the
0: same though. Mm. It's not the same. Playing games is different. I like They're them. And their run is the tough to start with. So that I would be looking at them wildcard time. Yeah. I think. I lo- I love the shout and I love the Eze shout in particular. But from their from week eight. They go. In game week eight, Brighton, Chelsea, Leeds, Leicester, Wolves, Everton, Southampton, West Ham, Forest, up to the World Cup. Yeah. That's a very good run for Crystal Palace, and you have yeah, some really good, good knowledge of eight. what they're doing. Yeah. So I like what that, down? Dom. Fabio
2: Cavallo, uh, Cavallo from Liverpool. Nah. Will he play in that right-centre mid-spot? No. Nah. I,
1: I get, don't no. get on him. Unless He'd be post-World Cup if
0: he somehow... Turns up, but you know, he's right. very rotation.
1: Yeah, if you see him, send him, you... him alone, potentially in the Premier if, League, if they if send him, him alone in the Premier you now, yeah, if you send him alone in the Premier, take him straight off the bat, straight away. Even he price that, he pardon,
0: what's he priced at?
1: 5.5. 5.5. 5. 5. Yeah. Five. I think he
0: goes I'd rather he goes Bailey something. at five.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. think he will. I think Clot wants to use him, so
0: yeah. In that who who yeah. starts in that right center mid role for Liverpool though I know this isn't a Liverpool podcast but is it because I Elliot started looking like he's playing wide again?
1: Ada, yeah, uh, more than likely,
0: not Curtis. Nah. Curtis, there's too many it's options. Out of them too.
1: Yeah, so many once options. again, you just don't know. You yeah. don't know, and it'll be very game dependent.
2: Uh, I don't think those are get, you're going to get returns from the Liverpool midfield.
1: Nah, Nah. your returns are coming from Salah, Trent, and then one of Robertson or Diaz. Yeah, don't, don't, and, then, and, then, and then And then Nunes once you want to get on it. Yeah, And Jota at the right time when you pick it.
0: Is he a midfielder again or is he a forward? No, he's a forward. Jota? He's a forward this year. Jota I don't like that forward, as much. Yeah. All right, that was from Dim. So the next question that comes in from Rods is who do you think will be the steal of the Premier League season? For example, Liveramento last year. So who's that player that's going to ride the team? Um, I feel like early days are going budget, to have the end.
1: Budget player. Well, I think it's Neko if you're looking for like, like Livermento for last yeah, year. So I think it's him. Neko, but everyone's got him. If you want to go super... Ownership if you want to go super differential... Is. Dalot, Dalot. Is, 3% ownership. Yeah, if you have got to go super differential. Um, and then on top of that, if you want to go like keeper-wise, I think Meslai, if Leeds get a good defence going, could be a very good shout with good runner fixtures. I
0: just can't trust Leeds. I can't either. They look dreadful in preseason. That's why
1: Anderson's nailed on for me. You just set and forget
0: and you know that it's okay. Any other names there, Dom?
1: I'm just trying to think if you look lines further forward, who you could do. There's
0: no one. I don't feel comfortable with anyone forward. Undav
1: undav if he goes and does what he does in Belgium, but that's a big question
0: mark. Yeah, nah. Any other name that jumps out to you, Dom, or we move on? Nah,
2: I just don't think... I think you've got to have Andreas as your midfielder. Yeah,
0: Probably Andreas. Midfielder because he's
2: starting.
1: He's starting as a 10, but they're not going to do anything this year. Though. Nah.
0: That's the problem, though. You're going to get yeah, the returns from him. Yeah, but good bench
1: option. You know, but the thing is, is, when you need him, if you need him for a game, he's going to get you two points or one point if he gets yellow and, you out of
0: Just know, be off the bench. It.
1: Yeah, he
2: hard. might get you a return. Might get you a return. If you...
0: Yeah. Might I take, take
1: a corner. trade. <laughs> <laughs> take a
0: corner yeah, don't for Tossen. Or well, Mitrovic is not you one don't home. don't need a trade, you
2: know. So if you're in a head-to-head league, you know you're going to win. You're pretty confident you're winning. You chuck him on and... Yeah. Or you don't... Yeah. You get your two points, you might get a, re- a return. Return, be a best sheet. case scenario. Yeah, you might get a the two assist, you might get six points.
0: Yeah. Fair point. Any All game,
2: right. like a nothing game, yeah.
0: One more question. Yeah. So, which players are a must-go? So, let's summarize. Trent? Yep. James? Yep. Salah? Yep. Alan. Yep. They're my four. If they're
2: not in your team,
0: you're in trouble. Like we've said, don't
1: bother. Just don't bother. You're in trouble. There's only four
0: four that are signed, sealed, delivered because there's arguments for that. Like we've said, others are like, you know, are locked. Good, yeah. But there's those four. You can't find a negative
2: with any of those.
0: Yeah. They're the four must goes. So, second part of the question.
2: So, yeah. If you're playing your team, put those four in, then go from there.
0: Yeah. So the second part of that question is who's a must avoid? Who are you actively dodging that everyone may be jumping on, or not even that? Who just should not be in your team? My my first one's Ronaldo because you just don't know what you're going to get from him.
2: Yeah, but he doesn't. Oh, mine's Perisic. I'm going go to go through ownership
0: players. Perisic, Perisic is more just yeah, to he Perisic. gets fit, though. Yeah. I wouldn't avoid him at all costs.
1: I wouldn't avoid him to start the season. I would avoid him at all costs. Well, yeah, until he's I think fit. You don't have yeah. I'm going to
2: give you one. Don't know if he's going to like it, but I'm just going by pre season. He's got a bit of a different role. Villa are playing this 4 3 2 1, and their three midfielders are just a flat three. Um, almost like as a six with two eights. You're not really going to get much. And this player was dropping deep to pick up the ball, and he was last year playing in that. Yeah. yeah. Don't go nicotine nah. here.
0: No. He's playing for
2: yet. 7.0 with 20% ownership. I watched him play twice on tour in Australia, and he was picking the ball up at the centre backs.
1: Yeah, he's gonna be brilliant.
2: You play those passes, pick the pick the lions, but no returns. Yeah, he's one of those fantasy ones. Yeah, Gerrard wants him in that three, as opposed to that as a ten or a left winger, which is why you should have Bailey. Yeah, because he looks like
1: he's gonna play up there. Yeah,
2: that's. Probably, not, that's yeah,
1: that's mine. Yeah, it's fair shout from what I've seen him continue. Um, I'm
2: just going through players
0: that have. Oh, high you ownership. got one, Damo off the top of your head. You got Perisic. Mine's De Bruyne yeah. at twelve mil. Yeah. With with sixteen percent ownership, I think that's a big risk. Again, lots of rotation. Yes, De Bruyne. Like end end of this come end of the season, he'll be up there for the top midfielders. But I don't think you can start with Kevin De Bruyne. I think there's so many other midfielders that are so much cheaper that will give you similar returns. Um, he's going to be someone for me, as you said, Damo, that when you go chasing differential or you go chasing yeah, someone different, that's who you go to chase. When he's down to 10.5, 11, and he's gettable that way, but at 12, you're talking he's more than Halland, he's more than Kane. I think he's too expensive.
1: I do too. If you're going to go differential though, good diff to have. But... No,
0: he's 16% at the moment. He's high.
1: Yeah. Let's go, go,
2: go to 8.0 midfielders.
0: Yeah, oh, 100%. Split split yeah, that split money up. that way.
1: Yeah, you pick the right other city pick and you're golden.
0: Anyone else Can jump say- out to you guys that have interesting ownership that you think is a bit, how you doing?
2: Uh, Cancelo 44% ownership. It's huge. If they sign Cucurella.
0: Yeah, but Cancelo plays right they, back. He then goes on the
2: right back. I know, but is he going to? Well, well, what's stopping them playing Walker and Zin, and uh, Cucurella? Their
0: yeah, rotation, pep kept rotation.
2: Yeah. He, pep, Pep's kept Ake now, and he said he's happy to keep. He's happy to use him as a left back if they play. You know, if they play Nottingham Forest or something.
0: Yeah, yeah do you,
1: do you uh, have Cancelo? Wait, what was that? No, I don't. I, I did.
0: Does. I did. I uh, actively I changed I it on go go the out. live on the episode <laughs> at seven.
2: 7.0, if you want to spend that money there, go Robertson.
1: Yeah, I would.
2: Or drop down and go to the really good 5.0 options or go to
1: Chua at
0: 6. Yeah, so And use
2: that million in your midfield.
0: Yeah, so I tweaked a few things to in order to get things going, but the reason I had him was because I was already at three Liverpool players. So that's where Robertson is yep. frustrating um, because if you yes. go Robertson, you then can't have Diaz. So then you've yeah, got to pivot the 8 million midfielder. Diaz.
1: You
2: want Diaz? Well, Diaz, you, you you cheer well. All those five point oh midfielders: Maddie Cash, Trippier,
0: Zinchenko. I think Zinchenko yeah. is a real great shout dame. Like to be yeah. fair, if he
1: doesn't play. If he doesn't play left back, he's gonna play midfield.
0: I don't know about Diaz Villa though. not
1: a bad shout He's got to take more set pieces and whip balls. Pash I think as well Tariq is four point five. I if know. he plays and he's fit, yeah, but he never is. He's like Tyranny, man.
0: Are you yeah. taking Della or are you taking Lamptey, though? Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Or Tom Yasu. Pat from
2: Wolves, 4.5. There's so many options. It looks like Wolves don't, are playing a against four against. at the
0: back, though, this year. So mm. I don't know. I don't, I'm i trying to get away from Wolves at the moment Uh, because I don't quite know what... Until you know more. Do. Yeah. I'm avoiding them at all costs.
2: Oh okay. yeah that's probably is probably a few plays to avoid and then we've had the four locks
0: yeah any final thoughts boys that you want to get in pre- we'll get another episode out before the season starts too so I don't feel like we'll probably do another mm. reveal going into the first week of where our yeah. teams I'll are like, at yeah
2: and then there's a couple of things I want to talk about and one of them is surrounding uh, Spurs' fullback roulette yeah I want to really touch on that one yeah, yeah. we will we didn't go any
0: that i think we need time before we start talking about the spurs fullbacks, though because two weeks yeah. can make a big difference a when it comes to, to fitness and things I like had that
2: one locked in last week i had matt Doherty locked in and uh spence and they've got emerson but <laughs> that's it i'm not saying anything we're going to touch on the next next pod yeah that is correct
0: perfect yeah all righty well thank you cool. so much uh boys as well that are here uh for your contributions this will be a weekly podcast to go on top of our general PD sports one. So we will try and keep the FPL chat to the side uh, of our PD sports podcast so we can harness it for the FPL show. Yeah. Uh, these will be the familiar faces that you'll see more often than not, but you know, there might be weeks where we do get some special guests in to talk us through maybe some strategies or what they're doing. Uh, as we... part... yeah. What was that?
2: So we, said, we want to help you. So we want you to be able to come into Discord, put your team in and say, what do you think we should do? Should I trade this guy? Out? Should I bring him in? That's what we want to. And then we'll have to talk about, give you reasoning.
1: See, we want an FPL community of FPL um, yeah. masterstrokes. Because it is such a big game and it's such That's a great him. game. Yeah. Um, it is, and
0: it can be I, difficult I, um, too. Uh,
2: yeah. Yep. You know, well, there are already three, three and a half million players registered. 3.2 million players registered.
0: Let's get them all listening. Game.
1: Oh, they'll get up. We had 7 mil last year.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of people do it the week before because they do their draft yeah. and then from the draft, uh, yeah. they'll um, do their classic team. And people want to wait to see injuries and things like that anyway. But yeah.
2: look, teams, mornings, yeah.
0: massive episode for episode one. I'm looking forward to it. I think our sort of upload schedule is going to be sort of Thursday night, Friday afternoon, yeah, our time like here. Because well, we, first,
2: we think four weeks. The game's just like on weekends. There's no midweek. week.
0: Yeah, at the moment it is. Um, it's yeah. just that gives us time to obviously see the news um, and see what happens if, you know, once obviously midweek games start coming, then maybe we start sort of pre-prepping some information. But that's miles down the track. Obviously, it's going to be a very congested season. So if you want to ride that with us, then, you know, make sure you are following on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. And if Uh, You'd rather watch the episode, make sure you come over to Paulie29 on on YouTube at the moment. If we get enough traction and enough um, eyes on this, we'll move it to its own individual channel uh, to start with. So in the description, there will be the code to get into our league for the Discord, and our Discord link will also be in the description. So if you want to join both of those, make sure you're looking in the description of either the video or the podcast so you can get amongst the community. Damo and Dom, thank you once again for your you. insight and your views tonight. Obviously, it's a long season ahead, but it's going to be a very enjoyable one, a very fun one, and hopefully we can all get within the top 100K uh, just to have some reputableness of yeah. <laughs> advice yeah. for this season. Yeah, yep. 100%. Awesome. All right, the- well, from episode one, that's all we've got for this evening, but we'll see you guys very, very shortly for episode two of the FPL show.